All right, good to see everybody Thursday night, and we are live. Don't know what's going on with Rumble right now. Their website appears to be down, so shift over to blackrobetv.com. That's my own website. That's the church's website for this, uh, you know, for the for the podcast and other things too. Eventually, it's officially like our own. Really, it's it's, it's it'll be as powerful as any other hosting platform you'll see over a period of time. But shift over to it. Occasionally, it's been glitchy. We've been working the glitches out of it. If not, get over to Facebook if you can, as long as they let us up. If we're still up on Facebook, and believe it or not, or even Aaron, is it on my personal page on YouTube? We're actually even on YouTube. Is it under Tom Lipley? under Tom Lipley on YouTube if you want to go over there for as long as they'll let us be up there. It's decided to start off tonight with just a little expose on Joe Biden. First video, Benny. This just encapsulates everything. I know most of you have seen this video. kind of came out when I was out for two weeks, and I didn't get a chance to, to play it or talk about it. But it really, this, this video truly amazes me. I have, I have seen, I'm trying to think of the, all the presidents that I actually remember from my childhood all the way up to where I am now. I remember President Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush one, Clinton, Bush two, of course Obama, of course Trump, and now of course Biden. I have never seen what I am seeing now. Literally, we are living in some sort of non-utopian twilight zone. It is a weird deal what we are seeing where we actually know that Joe Biden is not is not running the country. If you watch this video, he is completely ignored by every, when have you ever seen any a president completely ignored by everybody in the room including the ex-president and the vice president who's right next to the ex-president Obama with her head as far up her, up his rectum as she possibly can jam that thing up there but if you look he is completely and totally ignored and it encapsulizes this entire fraudulent administration play it for me I mean, completely and totally ignored. He's not the center of attention. Barack Hussein Obama through Ron Klain and through Susan Rice, which are probably running the country right now. But he's completely and totally ignored. I have never seen anything like this. And again, I hearken back to what I've, what I've been saying over the last 25 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. This is why you do not capitulate to the federal government telling you that you have an existential threat to your life that you know is not you know it's not i mean and i know that i'm preaching to the choir if this is if this is the choir then ignore what i'm saying there's a few people out there that are watching that need to hear this this is why you don't cave because what it did was lend credibility to the to the non-fact that you couldn't come in person and vote because of the existential threat to your life that is the bubonic plague COVID-19, the, the second coming of the bubonic plague. The only reason why we have this farce of a presidency is because of that. And it's partially Donald Trump's fault. He capitulated too. 
When you have De- when you have Deborah F- Burks and and Anthony Fauci running your coronavirus task force, you're going to lose the upcoming election. Wittgenstein video again. This is about the Biden administration. The Biden administration created the problem: inflation. Play it for me. Now, Biden could claim the spike started this February and the media would probably protect him. But things have gotten so obvious, economic decline being the one thing you really can't hide because people feel it every single day, that the media are beginning to stop defending him. Watch this. The White House says those price jumps are happening because of the war and what they call, quote, Putin's price hike. But remember, prices started spiking well before the war in Ukraine began. And every time we talk about gas prices, Democrats do, President Biden does, it's always Putin's price hike. They're trying to blame, of course, the Russian president and the invasion of Ukraine uh, for the jump in in, in prices. But of course, as polling suggests, this president is going to take a lot of the blame here. Biden has called it a Putin price hike, but most Americans aren't buying it. Despite what President Biden says inflation was a major concern way before Putin's invasion. So no one's buying it because everyone understands the most simple principle in all economics, which is supply and demand. If you create a lot more money, the money loses its value, obviously. And yet this administration proposes spending even more money at a scale that this country has never seen. The founder of FedEx, Fred Smith, summed it up this way, quote, had we passed the Build Back Better bill that Biden wanted, my guess is that we would be Weimar Germany right now. We'd have 25% inflation rather than 9 or 10%. That's all very obvious. And again, you don't need to be running the Fed to understand it. Joe Biden may be the only person who doesn't understand. In this case, he gets a pass because in Joe Biden's head, he's far away. He's somewhere else. Yesterday, for example, Biden was fumbling through questions about foreign policy when a staffer in an Easter Bunny costume appeared out of nowhere and led him away. Is that bad now? How bad is it? Here is Biden in one of the saddest moments of his or any other presidency. This is from last week. Watch. There's not a single thing America can't do when we do it together as the United States of America. God bless you all. Very st- sad state of affairs. All the loving Christians out there that said, you know, we're locking down out of love. We're masking out of love. We're quarantining out of love. This is what you elected. You're like, no, I voted. I voted for Trump. No, you actually voted for Biden because of all the fraudulent ballots that came in because nobody actually had to show up and nobody had to verify their signatures. Nobody had to verify their identity. All the fraudulent ballots that showed up, there was 50 for every one of yours. Your capitulation, if you were a COVID capitulator, a COVID caving Christian, if you're a COVID caving conservative, the reason why we have Joe Biden is because of Zucker boxes all over every urban center in America, over the six states and the seven cities. When you're talking about Georgia, you're talking about Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, Nevada. I know I'm leaving out one of Pennsylvania, of course. All those, all those urban centers like Philadelphia, Atlanta, covered with Zucker boxes. And, and uh, Dinesh D'Souza has put out the videos showing all of these alleged campaign workers stuffing those ballot boxes. You can only, legally, you can only show up with one ballot and put in there. And there are numerous videos. I mean, there, there's thousands of ballots like this. 
And of course, you still have people saying that it wasn't a fraudulent election. It was totally a fraudulent election. We all know Joe Biden did not receive 81 million votes. We all know that. The reason why it is a, that wool has been pulled over everybody's eyes is because of COVID-19, and it was planned. This was all planned to happen to take down a legitimately elected president and put in a fraudulently elected president. That's just the truth. All right, breaking line 11 video. Now, what they're doing is the exact same thing they're doing with vaccinations. Now, you've got Anderson Cooper's come down with COVID-19. I'm trying to think of the other, uh, Stephen Colbert, COVID-19, Hillary Clinton, COVID-19, Jen Psaki, COVID-19, Klaus Schwab, COVID-19, and they all come out and they say, they say it's the rosary of the, of the branch COVIDian. I'm still, I'm very glad I got vaccinated because it'd be far worse if I wasn't vaccinated. Yeah, right. That, that's what they say. Well, now with inflation, all you do is call it the Putin price hike. Play it for me. And the second big reason for inflation is Vladimir Putin. Not a joke. All right, that, that's, one, that's the second reason. We'll show you the first in just a minute. Thomas Massey tweet, who's to blame for inflation? President of the United States blames Putin. Republicans blame Democrats. The truth is Republicans and Democrats are two heads of the same snake. They're interwoven. Unless you have somebody like Thomas Massey, like Rand Paul, that actually stand up actually like ron johnson people like that ron johnson having thomas rents before a senate committee speak it's speaking about his lawsuit and be on, on behalf not on behalf suing the dod about what's happening inside of the military right now when it comes to vaccinations a 200 to 1000 percent increase in all maladies because of the vaccination absolute factual data irrefutable unless you have people like that Republicans and Democrats are, this, are two heads of the exact same snake. Credit Rodney Howard Brown for that statement. POTUS blames Putin. Republicans blame Democrats. The truth is, uh, it, it, the truth is in this graph. On 327-2020, Congress passed the biggest spending bill in history. Again, leave this up. Again, why? Because of the fraudulentness of COVID-19. It doesn't mean that I'm saying that COVID-19 doesn't exist. What I'm talking about is the fraudulent response to a 99.9% survivable virus. The, the reason why we have hyperinflation, the reason why people are spending somewhere between four and $7 a gallon for gas right now is because of COVID-19. And again, it was planned that way. Congress passed the biggest spending bill in history and followed up with more totaling $7 trillion. Now remember, they passed this for one year, and this, by the way, was under, well, not totally, Donald Trump passed $5 trillion. Joe Biden came in and passed the rest for absolutely nothing. But remember, listen, I love Donald Trump, and I wish that he would have done COVID better. If he did COVID like Sweden did COVID, we'd be saying President Trump right now, not ex-President Trump on the golf course. If he had fired Anthony Fauci and hired Scott Atlas, we would be calling him President Trump right now. But listen, you have to have giant testicular fortitude to fire Anthony Fauci. You have to be Ron DeSantis. You have to be a Ron DeSantis. And is President Trump former President Trump, a Ron DeSantis. I don't know. And I'm not saying yet who I'm voting for. I lean Ron DeSantis right now. We'll see what happens. I'll vote Trump over any Democrat, of course. I'd vote for Trump just about over any Republican because at least he has some guts. But he doesn't stand up to the people around him. He just endorsed Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz is pro-choice, pro-mask, 
pro-vaccine mandate, doctor, pro-vaccine, pro-COVID mitigations, pro-lockdowns, and he just endorses the guy. So, you know, Trump is on shaky ground, man. By the way, if he hadn't been confronted, Trump would still be pimping and whoring vaccines because he wants to tout uh, Operation Warp Speed as a great success. Operation Warp Speed will be responsible for more American deaths than COVID-19. And I'm talking about times I don't know how many yet. We'll find out. But this, this spending was all about acting like you had the bubonic plague. It was not the bubonic plague. It is a 99.9% survival virus. Again, out of the Axe Force Lionitis study out of Stanford. Zero to 19 years of age, post-infection, 99.997% survivable. It's 19 to 49. 99.98% survivable. 49 to 70. 99.4% survivable, and over the age of 80, 94.5% survivable. This is not the bubonic plague. You know how many people survive the bubonic plague? 0.0, but this is how COVID's been treated. So we spend $7 trillion, and by the way, on what? what? What benefit did you get? I remember we broke it down one time on the podcast off of a tweet of how much each American should have received. I think it was like $56,000. If they just gave everybody cash, I'm just curious, how much is it benefit? How much is the seven trillion dollars benefited you? Absolutely nothing. So let's stop talking about Republicans as if they're saviors, unless they're a Thomas Massey, unless they're a Ron DeSantis, unless they're a Devin Nunez, unless they're a Ron Johnson type, a Rand Paul type of Republican. Because most of them, or Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, other ones are popping into my ta- my my head right now. The ones that are actually standing up and are unafraid, like Thomas Massey, because this spending was approved by people like Ted Cruz. This was approved by many other people that you might respect, as like an Elise, Elise Stefanik, and people like that that are sort of, Lord, you know, kind of on the border, on the fence about whether we should trust them or not. So let's look at this. I predicted this is inflation when I opposed these bills. Put up the graph. Now, of course, Biden says that this is the Putin price hike or Putin in inflation, right? Really? Well, you see the green area. That's all that that's inflation. And that's congressional stimulus spending that has caused, caused inflation. If you're sitting there with it, by the way, 40% of our currency, get this now. of our currency was created in 2021 under Joe Biden. 40%. Think about that. I want you to think about, leave this up. Think about how astronomical numbers are these days. And we just kind of, and I don't want everybody sitting around worried about things, but we need to to respond with the, uh, the appropriate emotion. When you have a murder rate since Joe Biden has taken office, that's up 25 to 40% depending on where you look at, low 25, high 40%, depending on which urban center you're looking at, according to FBI, UCR statistics, people should be flabbergasted. When you say that 40% of all currency, of all your dollars, your 10s, your 20s, your 1s, your 50s, your 100s, were all created, 40% of them, after the United States has existed for 200 plus years, and 40% of your currency was created in one year? In one year. It's just like Barack Hussein Obama accumulated $11 trillion in debt in eight years, more than all other presidents combined before him. 
And we just slough these numbers off and we act like this can go on forever. If you sit there and you flood the market full of dollars, it devalues the dollars that you currently have. It causes a lot more dollars to have to chase goods and services. Credit Dan Bongino. That's, that's where I got it from. So that's what really happened. Here's the truth. Just like all the graphs I show you on masking, all the graphs I show you on lockdowns from Ian Miller, which are CDC statistics or UK statistics coming from their own health departments in Spain or UK or Germany. That's their own statistics that show you if somebody does absolutely nothing for COVID, they have the exact same COVID rate or slightly less than those who are the most tyrannical mitigators. And the truth is in the graph. When they say Putin, Putin price hike, no, it's the Biden price hike that was, that was capitulated to by bent over Republicans. Let's go to the next thing. Greg Price video, Biden again, play it for me. Number four. Well, we saw the most recent inflation data. Last month, about 70% of the increase in inflation was a consequence of Putin's price hike because of the impact on gas and energy prices. I'm doing everything I can to bring down the price to address Putin's price hike. That's why I authorized the release of one million. Okay, the man can't even speak, but beyond that, these people are religious despots. That's who they are. They speak religious ideologies. They're, they're, they, are, they are branch COVIDians. That's who they are. Now, what he's doing here is he's programmed. You, you, are, you are brainwashed. You know, I'm not saying that literally, of course, but it's just all part of being a globalist. It all comes, it's all part of being a worshiper of Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum. That's who Joe Biden is. He's loved by Klaus Schwab. Been to the World Economic Forum, attends all the time. That's who Joe Biden is. And you will speak the rhetoric. The rhetoric is if you're vaccinated and sick with COVID, I'm so glad I got, I'm so glad I'm vaccinated. That's what you will say right now, because the whole Ukraine war, when you've got WEF actor Voldemar Zelensky versus WEF actor um, Vladimir Putin, you're, you would, and all that, all the Ukraine is about is covering up for all of the current disasters. The vaccine information that we'll get to in a little bit, the vaccine information that's coming out about everybody sick, everybody dying, 90% of those in the hospital right now with COVID-19 are fully vaccinated. That's the case in England. That's the case in Australia. That's the case in Israel and England. Just stop releasing that data. You will say the talking points. You will say the, the branch COVIDian mantras. You will say it. Putin price hike because you have to keep Ukraine going right now because it's covering up for the previous atrocities that were done during the previous crisis. It's one crisis after another. The doctor tweet. It will be interesting to see what happens this fall. See, I love right now that Joe Biden has the CDC requesting the DOJ sue to get their mask mandate back up on airplanes, buses, and trains. I'm glad, I'm thrilled for it because this was the numbers before that. Because Americans, unless you're on a DC to LA flight or an LA to DC flight, ain't nobody wearing masks at airports and on, pl and on planes. Hardly anybody. You're talking about 80, 90, 99% not wearing masks right now. So for them to think that everybody wants masks according to their polling data coming out of the Hill, which is another mainly leftist rag. Here's the real numbers. Congressional preference. Now remember, of course, we've got the midterms coming up. 
Congress and Senate up for grabs, which I believe the Republicans will take both, and that it'll be the largest red wave in history, but it'll all depend on what kind of Republicans take it. Looking right here, congressional preference, preference, men, uh, men with college degrees, 2018, plus 16 Democrat. Now, see, again, if I tell you to react uh, you know, appropriately with great emotion to negative numbers, let's, let's, let's act appropriately when the, when the numbers are great in our favor. This is astounding. I have never seen anything like this before ever in my life, in my 53 years on planet Earth. And by the way, look at who's putting this out. This is MSNBC. This is as much lying as they can do. It's actually worse. When they tell you that Biden, Biden's approval ranks, leave this up now, is 33%. It's way lower than that. When they tell you that inflation is 8.5% and that comes, from Biden, that comes from Biden's Treasury Department, know that it's way more than that. All of us know that anyway. Just walk around Walmart and you know that. Men with no college degrees, they used to be plus eight Republican. Now they're plus 20 Republican. Now women with college degrees, we don't know what's going on there. You know, I I can tell you they're all sitting there. What they're all they must be the ones that are the teachers that are trying to groom kids, women with college degrees. They used to be plus 34 Democrat. Now they've gone up four points. Democrat women with no degrees have gone two two points closer to Republicans. So we will see what happens. You can bring it back to me. So we will see what happens in November. But I am telling you. We are looking at a red wave like we've never seen before. Here's Biden again, breaking 9-11. I had the great pleasure, listen to him lie. I had the great pleasure of being listed as the poorest man in Congress for 36 years. Play it for me. I was listed, I was, had the great pleasure of being listed as the poorest man in Congress for 36 years. I still had making a hell of a lot more money than anybody else because I was getting a senator's salary. No kidding. I didn't think you should make money while you're in office. But anyway, the point of it is this. An awful lot of people are hurting. It makes them- What a giant glistening pile of crap that man is and everything that he just said. What a pile. Frank Biden was looting countries. His sister was looting countries. Of course, we know his other brother, James Biden, was looting countries. Hunter Biden was the biggest looting countries, 10% from the, for the big guy. Looting countries all over the globe for Joe Biden. You had Frank Biden in Iraq, who's never built a house in his life, was in charge of a billion-dollar contract for building homes in Iraq as Joe Biden was in charge, was like the embassy to Iraq. Think about that. That's what's happening. Now, does anybody actually believe Joe Biden was really elected president of the United States. Put up the next tweet uh, tweet for me. Big fish, record crowds. This is Joe Biden. He's at the podium. He look at look at the picture. He's at the podium. This is this is just this past week. Joe Biden at the podium and nobody's there. You really believe that this man received 81 million votes? I know that I'm preaching to the choir, but really look at this. We are living in a post-COVID apocalyptic hoax twilight zone. I mean, look at this, 81 million votes. Imagine, just if you just put Ron DeSantis on that stage, if you put Rand Paul on that stage, you know what, I would even venture to say this. This may sound self-aggrandizing. If I was to announce that I was speaking, I would get more people than that. As a matter of fact, I do every Sunday morning. I mean, I mean, think about it. I mean, what on earth? I mean, we have more people watching right now on my own, on my Facebook channel, on Greatly Inhibited by Facebook, on the church's Facebook channel I'm looking at right now. I mean, do you really believe? I mean, this is what happens when you put a mask on your face. 
You're like, how does that relate to election? Because you validated them, making it a non-in-person election. Rodney Howard Brown tweet. Thousand people watching. Comments are disabled. This is what happens. This is what happens every time he's speaking. Only a thousand people watching live. A thousand people watching the President of the United States live. And I guarantee you, 997 of them are bots. The other ones, Jen Psaki, Ron Klain, and Jill Biden. He is pushing infrastructure and climate change. It's the Build Back Better Green New Deal, shaking my head, blaming everything on COVID and Putin. This guy got 81 million votes. Absolutely not. RNC research video. Biden refuses. Now, here they are, the three stooges. You have Mark Milley, Lloyd Austin, and Joe Biden. By the way, any military conflict that we ever get in, these three idiots would be in charge. And listen, here's the, here's the media simply trying to ask them questions. Look at the three stooges. Play it for me. The face of absolute incompetence. Everybody remember, I'll give credit where credit is due. When Trump was president, and I love Trump, when Trump was president, he answered. He'd answer all the questions. He'd stand there and answer all those questions. He never sat there and st- he just sat there and stared blankly at them. I mean, do you see Millie? Millie is out of his element. Millie is an idiot. I, you know, you know, I'm I, I want to understand white rage. And, and I'm white. What, what why are you commanding soldiers? Why why are you involved in in killing people and breaking things, which is the purpose of the military, according to Rush Limbaugh, and I agree. Why are you involved in the military whatsoever? You have no idea what you're doing. Those three idiots are are the authors. They are the authors of the biggest military debacle in American history in Afghanistan, which, by the way, the truth is coming out via Sarah Carter. Check her out on Twitter that it wasn't just our 13 military soldiers that were killed at Hami Karzai Airport. It was actually it could have been up to 100. It wasn't the numbers aren't clear yet. American civilians that were killed there also that is currently being covered up by the Biden administration and those three idiots right there Lloyd Austin Joe Biden and Mark Milley you can't even answer a simple question answer a question they're asking you a question about military issues answer the daggum question you're these these bourgeois elitist globalist snobs think they're above everybody they are nothing that's why you always need to go with the bible always go with the bible romans chapter 2 verse 11 for there is no respect of persons with god there's no person above another these bourgeois elitist snobs that want to kill you in the womb and if they can't kill you in the womb they'll, they'll vax you and kill you outside the womb that's who these people are they hate you all they do is they love themselves and they love money and they love power that's all they really love now here's kamala harris i just want i always go back to this here is currently who is in charge of our country i mean she's the vice president but still it's a very powerful position and and just listen to this woman play it for me space is exciting it spurs our imaginations and it forces us to ask big questions space it affects us all and it connects us all those poor soldiers they will were they standing at attention they're standing at attention i mean those poor she's talking to them like they're four-year-olds 
This is the vice president of the United. Listen again. I don't like the like. I'll be honest with you. I don't consider Barack Obama an idiot. I just consider him to be galactically immoral. But Kamala Harris is out of her element. She's dumb. She's a dumb human being or incredibly unprepared or incredibly lazy. I mean, these people are, this is the absolute twilight zone. I cannot believe these people are actually in charge of our country. But congratulations to all the COVID caving pastors because you're at fault and all the COVID caving Christians, all the senators that are Republicans that put masks on your face, all the congressmen and women that are Republicans that put masks on your face. You should have stood up. And we wouldn't have this right now. We wouldn't be $30 trillion in debt. Russia wouldn't be in Ukraine right now. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have the highest inflation in 50 years. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have an, a border where 80,000 illegal immigrants crossed, that we know, that were not crossed, were dispersed into the United States, quote unquote, legally by the Biden administration in March. We wouldn't have that going right now if everybody would have just had a little testicular fortitude and stood up to all this stuff and not put stupid masks on your face and line up and turn your church into a vaccine whore and temple. You shouldn't have done any of it. And I put this out on Twitter. For those that now have jumped on the wagon of what is right, but you never admitted that you were wrong to begin with, I don't trust that you're gonna stay on that you're going to stay on the train. I don't trust you. Who knows if you'll stick with it or not. Brendan Leslie video breaking. Here's Charlie. Now let's go to Florida politics. Charlie Crist running against. You got Nikki Freed, Charlie Crist running against Ron DeSantis in Florida. What a joke. And they're going to both get annihilated by Ron DeSantis. But it's still, while they're around, it'll be fun to make fun of them. Especially somebody like Charlie Crist is an absolute Benedict, Benedict Arnold turncoat. Used to be pro-life, now pro-choice, pro, pro the slaughtering of the unborn to 41.2 million last year globally. That's Charlie Crist. And here they are. Now listen, I want you to see this. When you watch this reporter ask Charlie Chris a question, Charlie Chris is in the top left-hand section of the video in the white shirt. This is what Democrats do, is when you ask them about policy, they say that they refuse to answer the question because they say that, you know what, it's conjecture. Right now, it's simply conjecture. I can't answer right now because, I, you know, I, I, it, who knows what's going to happen in the future. You answer on policy. Would you do this? Or would you do that? It's as simple as that. Play a video for me. Sexual orientation. Like it's all, it's how, like it's indicated. Like, would you support just a ban on that specifically? A ban on what? Uh, on the teaching by public teachers of those like explicit materials in K through three. And controversial like, like gender identity issues and, and, and sexual orientation for first graders and second graders. Would you support banning that specifically? It's, it's irrelevant right now because that's a choice I don't have. That's not the bill they passed. They extended it further. Would you, do you think the teachers should be able to instruct first graders and second graders on, on very sensitive topics like that? Or do you think that's more of a, a parental thing? It would depend on what the bill says, and I can't give you an answer that's hypothetical. It's not hypothetical. He asked you a point-blank question. It's not hypothetical. Would you allow a teacher, Charlie Crist, and he refused to answer? These people are freaking groomers. These people want to usher in pedophilia into our country. Charlie Crist. 
He's asked, it's not, it's not a hypothetical, it's not conjecture, he's asked point blank, do you want a teacher in, in, in this, and I'm not, I think I said reporter, it's just a citizen, it's asked very clearly and, and, and succinctly, what, do you want teachers teaching K through third graders, which is five, six, seven, and eight-year-olds, do you want five through eight-year-olds being taught about gender equity, transgenderism, and sexual orientation in the classroom? And she, it, it, or do you think it belongs in, in the arena of parenting? He refuses to answer that question. It's not, it, it's, it's, it's not hypothetical. It's not a hypothetical thing. He's asking you for policy. Would it be hypothetical as, do you want to tax people? Will you not answer that question because it's hypothetical? It's not hypothetical. And all he's asking you a simple policy question. Who's in favor of Charlie Crist? Play it for me. Hello, it's Nancy Pelosi. I'm reaching out to personally ask you to support Charlie Crist's campaign for governor of Florida. I've worked with Charlie for the past six years in Congress, and I've seen him fight for Floridians every single day. He always puts people first. He'll be a champion for women's reproductive rights. Thanks so much. So there you go. So there you know, just so everybody knows, you vote for Nikki Freed, you vote for Charlie Crist, you are voting for Nancy Pelosi. They are all, these people are perverts. They are all perverts. You can't even answer a question. You know what? Let me ask you this, Charlie Crist. Do you want a teacher demonstrating how to put a, a condom on a cucumber to an eight-year-old male or female? Oh, you're not allowed to say that either, right, Charlie Crist? Answer, yes or no. It's, an easy, it's easy. I would simply say, absolutely freaking not. These are, these are not hypotheticals. They're very easy answers. And I just threw this video in here, Breaking 9-11. Of course, this is Lori Lightfoot, mayor of Chicago, one of the biggest COVID tyrants out there. And one, again, one of the dumbest people I've ever seen in politics. But here we go. Now, I just put this in here because I just want to illustrate what Democrats have done to this country. Play it for me. Every time you have a press conference, you say crime is down. Uh, the economy is booming. Well, that's, but, not, that's not true, but get your question, sir. Across the street, we had a police officer on duty, the victim of a hit and run. We have Michigan Avenue, the magnificent miles now referred to as the mile of fear. The water tower place has thrown the keys back to the lender. They say they don't want to be in Chicago anymore. Real Chicagoans are asking me, how could you possibly even consider running for re-election as mayor of the city of Chicago after all the harm you've caused? Well, I disagree with you fundamentally. Um, and I don't think I need to address any and dignify your comments one second further. Next. Why not answer the question? Well, here's the things that I've accomplished. Notice Jen Psaki can never do that either. So Lori Life with the Magnificent Mile has been turned into the, the Mile of Fear because every weekend, we used to document it all the time on the podcast, it just got boring. Every weekend in Chicago, there's 50 to 70 shootings between Friday and Sunday at midnight. 50 to 70 shootings. That's, that's democratic policies. It's not Republican policies. You will not find those statistics, statistics, crime statistics, economic statistics in any states run by or cities run by Republicans. There's some, something when a Republican is really just a rhino, just a Democrat in Republican clothing, you might. But if it's a true Republican, you never find, I just wonder why Democrats would ever want this. 
Why, why would you want your town to be Portland? Why would you want your town to be Chicago or LA? And all of them, by the way, I had a friend of ours, well, not a friend yet, but a, an acquaintance of my wife, move here. It's the first one she's ever seen. Come here from Arizona. They're moving out of Arizona, coming to Florida. And that's, that's rare. You don't see a lot of Arizonians moving to Florida. You just don't see it because it's ostensibly sort of this, you know, the same. It's not the same climate, but it's hot, all those different things. Mild temperatures that, you know, in Arizona's even got mountains and things like that. So you don't see a whole lot of people from Arizona move to Florida. But the reason why they moved is because they're being inundated with Californians that are moving from California to Arizona. The California people move from California, from LA to Austin, and then turn a hate LA because of the taxes, because of the crime, because of the psychopaths roaming the streets under the auspices of being homeless. They have, they hate all of that. They, they hate being taxed out of existence. They hate the inflation that California alone by themselves is a trillion dollars in debt. 40% of all unemployment, uh, uh, requests in for finances in the country are, are are filled out in california and all the californians move to other places and then vote for the exact same people that did the exact policies that they ran from truly truly amazing i will never understand the mentality of people who are living in dc in dc right now and dc is downtown lebanon so's chicago so's new york so's la so's portland so's seattle these cities they're dying and yet they still you know year after year election after election these people are voted, and it's not even close. It's landslide for Democrats every time. This is a great video. This is from Marjorie, from Marjorie, Team Marjorie Taylor Greene, and it's an assessment of the Democratic Party. Play it for me. New legal effort underway to keep Marjorie Taylor Greene off the ballot in her own district. The left is saying she's guilty of, quote, insurrection. They're trying to rip my name off of the ballot and steal my district's ability to reelect me and send me back to Congress. I bet you we could round up some Republican voters who didn't like Kamala Harris funding uh, rioters, criminal rioters out of jail, or Ilhan Omar, or Cori Bush, or Maxine Waters inciting riots. You know, I think there's another way to play this game. Dozens of protesters arrested in downtown Portland had their criminal charges dropped and cases closed. Dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. If this country doesn't give us what we want, then we will burn down this system. The building just collapsed, largely peaceful demonstrations in the face of law enforcement. The vast majority of the protests are peaceful. Democrats don't care about riots, they use riots for their political goals. Heartwarming to see so many people turn out peacefully. They're not going to stop, and that's they're not, this is a movement, I'm telling you. You have released the whirlwind. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. You get out and you create a crowd and you push back on There you. needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. Back to me. So there you go. I just liked your assessment of it. Thomas Massey tweet. Why is Biden shipping our strategic oil reserves? He's pulling more out of the, our strategic oil reserves. Remember, he shut down the Keystone XL pipeline, shut it down. 
He shut down leases on federal lands. They lie about it all the time and say, oh, no, it's the oil companies. They just don't want to produce oil. Those are bold-faced lies. They shut down the leases on the properties that have oil. And they opened up leases on properties that don't have any oil. So if you're an oil company, you would probably want the lease on the property that has oil in it. These people prospect. Of course, Democrats don't get that. They get it, but they don't get that we get it. So he shuts down basically all domestic. Remember, we were a net exporter in 2020. We were a net exporter of all fossil fuels. We were a net exporter. Now, of course, we're a net uh, importer again. And Joe Biden has pulled more out of our strategic oil reserves than all other presidents. Strictly because he doesn't want to do things that will hurt him when it comes to political expediency. That's the only reason why. He doesn't care about anything else. And by the way, he's being forced to reopen those federal lands that have decent oil reserves on them. He's being forced to because of, of, because of actions like this coming into the light. Remember, everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest their deeds be exposed. Jesus speaking, John chapter 3, verse 20. Why is Biden shipping our strategic oil reserves to Europe? He's pulling our strategic oil reserves which is for if we lost all of our ability to import oil and we were basically if we were under military attack or a giant economic collapse, that is for the American people. Joe Biden is shipping it to Europe. Why? Because Joe Biden does not look at himself as a president of a sovereign nation. Again, he looks at himself as a governor of a globalist state under the auspices of the World Economic Forum. Of course, they're not going to say it out loud. They can't. They don't say any of this stuff out loud. We just eventually see it, and then eventually they say it out loud. All right, interesting videos. I just threw these in here. Big Fish video. You can put that up there. Go ahead and play it for me, Will. I made four stops. Within an hour, we have the timestamps right there. And again, this is speeded up a little bit, I think. Um, But she made four different stops within an hour. At the Dropbox, we're not Same sure Dropbox. The, yeah, we're not sure about the legality of this, um, but it certainly appeared suspect. Um, so here she is going back again and again. Uh, we haven't seen a, other post office workers doing this, so that's why this this stood out to us. Did you want to add anything on that, Patty? Yeah, just in the final video. So this is the same. Okay. Hey, Patty, you want to describe that? Well, yeah. So this woman is uh, delivering a stack of ballots, and the person behind her rolls down the window and hands her a ballot to put in the ballot box with her stack. And then she goes back to her car with the stack of ballots again. And I think at that point, she realized that the ballots were not signed. And so you're going to watch her sign each ballot in the, in the vehicle. <laughs> and she signs them and then puts them on the dashboard individually. First, she searches for a pen and takes a second. But we've got this speeded up so you can see. But yeah. So she's signing, and, and when it's slowed down, you can see the pen in her hand when she reaches up and puts the ballot on the dashboard each time. That is awesome. Yeah, what, so she's that's man. it. You guys are, yeah. you guys good, are fun. good fun. That's yeah, they, they did a great, great job. Fun. They did a great job finding this. And as you can yes. see, there it is right there. And they did a close-up with the camera. The footage is very clear. There she goes, right to the Dropbox. So uh, mission accomplished. This video just epitomizes all the idiocy. You had people in some sort of line, of course, six feet apart, everybody masked. You have Pierce Morgan actually say to Donald Trump that it was a free and fair election. I mean, this is what has been happening in all the urban centers. Whether you're, you're dealing with Atlanta, you're dealing with Pittsburgh, you're dealing with Philadelphia, you're dealing with Milwaukee, 
You're dealing with Minneapolis, St. Paul, Las, Las Vegas, Phoenix. All of these cities do all of this every time. They manufacture boats in the middle of the night. That was Detroit, of course, Michigan. You have that, Michigan. It's the seven, the, I didn't name all the seven cities, but the seven cities in the six states that cost Trump the election. That is what happened. And you have Pierce Morgan, all these idiots with all these videos out here. There's a, there's a ton of these videos that show people manufacturing ballots, even on site, like that woman. She realizes, oops, I didn't sign all these things. She goes back to her car, signs them all one at a time and puts them on her dashboard. And Joe Biden received 81 million votes. And all of these Democrats, and some Democrats maybe you're even watching right now, you still say it was a free and fair election? Truly amazes me how you can show people video of absolute truth and they'll still deny it. All right, switching topics now. Let's go to what I call perv world, all right, which is Disney World and you know the perv media and everybody else supporting Disney. This is disclosed TV video. This is the Florida House. Now it's all, it's been passed both through the House and Senate in Florida that Disney loses their their special tax exempt status. It's deeper than that. It goes all the way back to 1968 before the current tax laws were even written in the in the state of Florida. They're completely exempt. They basically are a city unto themselves. Well, that's gone now. And you have people, sadly, sadly, people like Jenna Ellis, who I used to follow on Twitter, so disappointed in her, come out and say, Ron DeSantis shouldn't be doing this, shouldn't be taking vengeance on Disney. No, it's not taking vengeance, Jenna. That very philosophy that you are espousing is a loser's limp philosophy. You go on offense. If Disney wants to play in politics, then Disney gets to play in politics. If they want to make a political bed, then they get to lay in the political bed. Now, I want you to listen to this video. All of the screaming that you hear, Jenna Ellis, I hope somehow you see this video. All the screaming that you hear are the people who agree with you and all of the limp-wristed, impotent Republicans who refuse to actually go on offense. All you do is play defense. The Democrats move the line and you hold the line. The Democrats move the line and you hold the line. And so we end up $30 trillion in debt. We end up with CRT in our classrooms. We end up with men and women's restrooms. We, we end up where nobody can identify what sex they are because all the Republican, we end up masked for two years, we end up with 25 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. We end up with 220 million Americans vaccinated, 100 million uh, boosted. That's what happens when you don't actually stand and go on offense. This is what you do as a conservative. You are in power. You use your power to usher in your agenda, just like Democrats. People like Jenna Ellis and numerous other. Jenna Ellis is acting like Mitt Romney. She may bounce back from this. She's acting like Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is the only Republican who voted to continue the airline, train, and bus federal mask mandate. They're just a bunch of limp-wristed rhinos. You don't side with people like that, Jenna Ellis. Come on. What are you thinking? Rhonda Santos is taking vengeance. Come on, Jen. This is why Donald Trump is in office. He must have been taking your advice on COVID. But all this, listen to the screaming. It's all Democrats. Play it for me. And we will vote on these two bills. It is my hope that we will be able to proceed civilly and with decorum and with respect for one another. 
Read the next bill. By Senator Bradley, Senate Bill 4C, a bill to be entitled an act relating to independent special districts. Representative Fine, you're recognized to explain your bill. Uh, thank you, Mr. Speaker. It seems as Mickey and many have joined us in the chamber today. That said, this is the bill that we discussed yesterday. Members, we will either go into structured debate or we will call the previous question. Representative Renner, you're recognized for a motion. Mr. Speaker, I move the previous question on the bill. Representative Renner moves the previous question on the bill. This motion is not debatable and requires a majority vote. All in favor say aye. aye. All opposed, no. Show the bill, show it motion passes. We will now proceed to call the previous question. The, 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 the clerk will unlock the machine and members will proceed to vote on Senate Bill 4C. Have all members voted? Have all members voted? Clerk will lock the machine, announce a vote. 70 days, 38 days. Show the bill passes. Read the See all these limp-wristed Republicans like Jenna Ellis, Mitt Romney, people like that. Well, we, Ron DeSantis shouldn't be shouldn't be taking a victory lap on Disney. No, you listen. This is what Disney wanted. Disney wants to be in politics. Boy, they've 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 shut the freak up now, haven't they? They've shut up now. Haven't heard a word from Disney in three weeks. Not a word. Not a peep. Jiminy Cricket's out. Nothing. Not one thing. Not a not a peep from Disney. Right? Funny how that works. Funny how Ron DeSantis has shut up Disney and nobody else has. See, people like Jenna Ellis and all of National Review and all the others that allege themselves to be conservative, and then when you go on offense, they're going, oh, you're being too mean. They're, they're, they are showing up. They're showing up to an AR fight. They're showing up to an AR fight with spitwads. They, they still think Democrats play by the rules. Those were the Democrat House members. They're not playing by the, they're sitting there screaming and you want to appease these people. You don't want to take a victory lap on these people. You don't want to gain ground on these people. And by the way, what happened to everybody has to pay their fair share. Disney gets tax exemptions. I mean, give me a break. Uh, Jason Campbell video, Matt Walsh on Disney. Play it for me. Now, thanks to this policy, which was put in place back in the 1960s, Disney has been its own little fiefdom, its own, literally its own kingdom in the middle of Florida. It essentially governs itself, and along with those privileges of autonomy came enormous tax benefits and breaks. So DeSantis and his Republican counterparts in Florida want to take that sweet little deal, which has profited Disney to the tune of billions, and just toss it into the wood chipper. Why? Well, obviously because Disney is not interested in keeping to itself and being its own thing. It wanted to use its vast resources to intrude into Florida politics and impact Florida legislation. It wanted to craft Florida law, even while remaining exempt largely from Florida law. And it wanted to do all this in defense of child groomers. It came out fully in favor of and committed to the sexual indoctrination of children. It proved itself to be an enemy of Florida parents and parents across the country and the world. Why should it retain its special privileges in light of that? Why shouldn't it be punished for what it's, what it's done? Why shouldn't it be made to feel the pain? Defense is simply stopping Disney's intrusion. 
It's just saying, no, you can't do that. Offense is punching back and punching back hard and making sure that they feel it. Offense is making an example of them. Offense is, is, is taking Mickey Mouse's head and putting it on a spike, metaphorically, of course. And offense is what we need. Exactly what you do. And see, the, it's the loser one loss after another that's espoused by people like Jenna Ellis in the National Review that says that Ron DeSantis shouldn't be taking vengeance. He's not taking vengeance. Disney said, you know what? We are receiving tax-exempt status from you, Ron DeSantis, and we are actively going to politically fight you because we want to groom children of whom they had the, the arrest there in Polk County. And numerous Disney employees were arrested trying to do what, folks? Groom children. So Disney gets what Disney deserves. This is called reaping and sowing, not vengeance. You take when you are in power and you own the House and you own the Senate, then you take power and you usher in conservative philosophies of which Disney's not conservative. They lose their tax exempt status. Bye-bye for forever. And good luck ever getting it back. Brilliant moves, Disney. What's Disney all about? This video from Politozoid sums it all up. Play it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to It's a Woke World. Destruction be our lot. We ourselves must be the authors and finishers. It's a world of power, a world of fears, and we were bonded to make souvenirs. All the millions of dark and the weakers aside, it's a world world after all. It's a world world after all. You just have to love that. All right, Tampa Bay Times tweet. The, uh, the Walt Disney Corporation, now there you go. In a move that goes against federal guidance, the Florida Department of Health has released guidance. This is what you do. 
in a move that goes, this Tampa Bay Times couldn't be any more leftist than they are, but they have to report on it. In a move that goes against federal guidance, the Florida Department of Health has released guidelines that advise no treatment of gender dysphoria for children and teenagers outside of counseling. So what they're saying is the federal guidelines is let's lop off penises and let's lop off breasts of 13-year-olds without their parents even knowing it. That's the federal guidelines. And Ron DeSantis and the Surgeon General in Florida are saying, you know what, we don't think it's a great idea to lop off the penis of a 14-year-old without their parents knowing it. That, that's, what, that's what Ron, or lop off the breasts of a 16-year-old girl without their parents knowing it. We think that that's a bad idea. How, how is this even up for debate? How can even, where, what's the matter with you liberals? Remember, remember when you used to be liberal and now you worship at the feet of multinational companies? Remember? Remember when you were actually liberal? I go to the next one for me. Where are we at? We have Breitbart. Go to Breitbart. Yeah, thanks, Will. The, the, the Walt Disney Corporation, the, that was the correct order. I was out of order. The Walt Disney Corporation is the worst performing stock in the Dow Jones Industrial Average for the past year, plummeting 31% in the last 12 months. That's before they even got involved with Ron DeSantis. Wait to see Netflix is down 37%. These people are going down. We are winning. Is Greg Price next? Yes. Jen Psaki, is that next? Okay, Greg Price video. Uh, Jen Psaki literally breaks down in tears over state laws that ban children from undergoing the lot. Let me, they say sex change. Let me just make this clear for everybody. The lopping off of penises and testicles, the lopping off of women's breasts. That's what Jen Psaki, she wants your kids to be able to do that without them ever telling you. She wants you to, these kids that are being injected with puberty blockers that cause cancer, sexual dysfunction, insanity, and everything else. Jen Psaki wants, now she would never do this to her own kids. Never do this to her own kids. But she wants all of your kids to have their body parts lopped off without you ever even knowing. To the place where if you deny her the right to do that, she bursts into tears. Play it for me. The political games and harsh and cruel uh, attempts at laws or laws that we're seeing in some states like Florida, that is not a reflection of the country moving to oppose LGBTQ plus communities. That is not what we see in data. That is not factual. Uh, and that is not where things stand. This is a political wedge issue and an attempt to win a culture war. And they're doing that in a way that is harsh and cruel uh, to a community of kids, especially, I'm, I'm like going to get, uh, I'm going to get emotional about this issue because I just, it's horrible. But, uh, but you know, it's, it's like kids who are bullied and they, they, like all these leaders are, are taking steps to hurt them and hurt their lives and hurt their families. And you look at some of these laws in these states and it is going after parents who are in loving relationships, who have kids. It's completely outrageous, um, but it is it is a wedge issue. Sorry, I, I'm just, this is an issue that makes me completely crazy, um, but it is an issue that um, is a political wedge issue. It is not a reflection of where the country is. All right, so first of all, I want to see all of these bullyings, by the way. I, I don't see any reports coming, just like the, the greatest threat to America, according to Chris Ray, head of the FBI, and Joe Biden is white supremacist terrorism. Don't see any of those events happening. I don't see a whole lot of transgender people being uh, assaulted, violated, bullied, or anything else. Don't see anything, any of the things happening that Jen Psaki's bawling about. And by the way, no matter what, with me, 
If I was in charge of all Florida schools, if I was in charge at the border, everybody lives. Everybody lives. Everybody gets to keep their life. The very people that she's bawling about, well, you can do a side-by-side or you side-by-side. The very people that she's bawling about, let's say the transgender kid, maybe in this photo, let's just say this kid's transgender. She would be absolutely fine with putting a vacuum in that baby's skull, sucking out its brains while it's alive, pulling out its, the pieces of its body, piece by bloody piece, while it screams for its life, and then selling its body parts via Planned Parenthood. No problem whatsoever with any of that. Selling this person's eyeballs via Planned Parenthood, making millions and billions of dollars over the years. She has no problem with any of that, but she balls over people who might be told you can't lop off your penis yet you can lop it off when you're 18 but we're not going to have you lop it off in the state of florida without telling your parents that's what she's bawling over but you know what she kills she is responsible directly responsible for two million abortions per year in the united states of america 41.2 million abortions worldwide that were reported and that's just reported who knows how many there really were California and New York still don't have to, they have their special exemptions also. They don't have to report their abortion statistics. The number one purveyors of abortion in America do not have to accurately report their, their abortion statistics. But Jen Psaki, who balls over these kids, would be just, if you just take that kid, say, just leave this up, Will. If you take the kid that she's bawling over, who she thinks is six years old, right? Six years old, and goes up to a teacher and says, you know what, I believe that I'm a girl. She would be fine with that kid six, six years and a day ago. You know, t- basically almost 10 months in the womb. She's absolutely fine with killing that kid, but then balls over that kid not being able to have his penis lopped off. That's, that's what you call perversion. That's what you call demonic. That's what, that's what you call a convoluted mind, a reprobate mind. That's who these people are. That's why you don't put masks on your face, Christians, and allow a fraudulent election to happen and put people like Peppermint Patty in office. All right, lifenews.com tweet. So what's the response? Remember the, you know, Peppermint Patty. Oh, the kids. Well, what are they doing for kids? Let's see. Her administration. Joe Biden will repeal a pro-life rule President Trump instituted to protect conscious rights of pro-life doctors because nothing says faithful Catholic like forcing Christian doctors to do abortions. So now a doctor will lose his license potentially or, or lose you know, his job potentially from, because of the Biden administration saying, you know what, you have to suck the brains out of that live kid inside the womb. You have to do that or you're going to lose your job. Oh, a kid can't get his penis lopped up. Oh, but suck his brains out. See how these people are? And remember with me and with most of you watching, everybody lives. You can cry about kids at the border in cages, but everybody lives. The Democrats would kill that kid, not in the cage, but in the womb. That's who they, this is all truth. They can't deny it. Any, when anybody ever talks to you about, and it's, it's such an easy argument about saving lives with masks. Ask them about 41.2 million babies they butchered last year. So that's 83 million babies that have been killed inside the womb, in the birth canal, and even outside the womb during 25 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. And allegedly five to seven million people have died of COVID. 
So you have basically 80 to 90 million babies dead because of them. While they allegedly try to save five to seven million people from COVID, right? That's who these people are. All right, the next, next one, Ian Miles Chong video. What, what, are we, what is this all about? Here's a teacher for you. Play it for me. So I run the Pride Club at my school, um, and I'm having kind of an issue with uh, another teacher in the school building right now. I have a couple kids who have come to me and told me that she has called them out in the middle of class for being gay. She said some pretty terrible things about me um, and the club, uh, telling kids that she thinks it's stupid and a waste of time and, you know, we're pulling kids out of her class, which technically, yes, you know, we are pulling kids out of the class. Um, but it's only for 30 minutes a week and it's on Mondays. So the last like 30 minutes of first period, the kids come to me. Um, I understand that, you know, the kids are coming to my class during another class period. Um, I have okayed this with my administration, with my principal, my admin, all that, uh, because the kids told me straight up, they were like, we don't want to have it after school just in case because some of their parents don't know. Um, it would make them feel more comfortable to just, you know, do it at school. That way it's a little more, you know, discreet. So it is completely okay with my admin that I am running this club during school hours. And again, it's only 30 minutes a week. Um, however, this teacher is now crossing a line. Um, she is calling out my kids. She is saying extremely homophobic things. Um, she's bashing the community and the club itself. Um, and I'm kind of fed up with it. She literally came to my class and went through every... So there you go. That's, that's, that's what's happening. That, by the way, is from a Twitter account called Inside the Classroom. Make sure that you follow them on Twitter if you do the Twitter thing. So she can have a pride class. She can have a pride. I want to I have a Jesus class. If she can have a pride class and they get 30 minutes a week it, it, during, during, during the instructional hour, during the instructional part of the day, they get 30 minutes. I want a Jesus time. Why can't we have a Jesus time then? If they can have a pride time where you're talking about anal sex, then we ought to be able to have a, a Jesus time when we talk about the Bible, right? If anal sex is allowed, then I'm assuming that you could talk about Jesus, right? But I, I would assume that's not the case. All right, more on Jen Psaki. Chris Wallace actually has uh, decides for at least a minute to be a decent reporter. Jen Psaki, teachers should talk with kindergarten, kindergartners about if they are a girl or boy. Play it for me. Don't parents have a right to have concern? I mean, we're talking specifically here about teaching about sex in kindergarten through third grade. I have to say, as a parent, I would have problems with that. But the law is not about teaching sex education. It's about teaching about gender identity. And so what, what do you do if a parent or a kid, should I say a kid in one of these elementary schools, says, what about Sally? Sally has two moms. Or I'm not sure if I'm a girl or a boy. I mean, these are kids who are experiencing um, you know, these moments in their lives. I also think that these are not... There's not a big record of there being either sex education or extensive gender identity education in these schools. And this is creating a problem or a political cudgel about an issue that I don't think exists. Who in the world would vote for people like this? This is people that are in charge of the military. And she's sitting there talking about kids going up to teachers and talking about their homosexual parents. 
I mean, who are they? Who are and kids identifying as this and identifying as that? By the way, no six year old. This is main. This is dealing with K through three, K through three in the state that don't say gay bill, which is a bold faced lie. It's dealing with K through three, and she wants a second grader to hear about their teacher's gay cruise. Really, that's what she wants. And, and these people get elected. You Democrats, this is what you want for kids to hear about sexual things. Why? You're a bunch of freaking perverts. I shift into the media. This is actually a good launching pad because that was Chris Wallace on CNN Plus, which put it up there for me. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Joe Concha tweet breaking CNN Plus is being shut down on April 30th. Yes, I told you we're winning. Netflix down 37%. By the way, Barack Obama on Spotify was just canceled. They're not going to renew his contract for his, for his podcast. Bye-bye, Barack. This might be the most spectacular failure we've seen in media history, and that ain't hyperbole. 3,300. I said 30 million. Holy moly. It's 300 million. 300 million spent. It's 30 days. 300 million spent for less than 30 days of existence. We are winning. Bye-bye to these people. This is fantastic. Here's the Blaze video on the shutdown of CNN+. Plus. Play it for me. It's a big deal in the media business because it's the biggest bet any company has made in the news streaming world. CNN's hired hundreds of people and created dozens of new shows. We have a lot to talk about. Hi, Kat. Mom, you're frozen. Are you in a good Wi-Fi spot? I'm Anderson Cooper, welcome to Parental Guidance, my new show about parenting, the joys of it, the highs, and even the lows of it. At its heart is great journalism, world-class journalism. You can see me, right? Yes. Okay, here we go. My kids are actually napping, so I'm taping this show uh, in between their, in, the, in their nap time. I want you to listen to me because we, we've got to face this. Only about 150,000 people have signed up in the first weeks. Variety reports the online news streaming service is expected to shut down after only being launched earlier this year, really just weeks ago. Day one of CNN Plus, a big leap into the future of streaming news. That was funny. March 29th. <laughs> that is great. Great job, the boys. What an awesome video. <laughs> April 29th. <laughs> March 30th, April 29th. That is fantastic. What a great, what a great video. Bye-bye, CNN Plus. Nobody's watching. We're winning. I'm telling you. This is the exact same thing that needs to happen with the airlines. I don't care that they've told you to, that you can take your mask off. They need to come out and say they were wrong forever making your mask to begin with. Oh, you don't need to go back to your COVID caving church just because your pastor's on board now. Has he ever come out and said he was wrong for what he did back in March of 2020, April of 2020, May of 2020? Has he ever said that he was wrong? Don't ever go back. Don't ever watch us live. I never said that in the past. Watch us live. You can't find a non-COVID caving church. You need to go to Revival Today Church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, Shuttlesworth, Arthur Pulaski's church if you're in Canada, Street Church, Calgary. Of course, Rodney Howard Brown, the man who was arrested for a church service in Tampa Bay, Florida, the River Church, Tampa Bay. Go to those churches. Those are the men that never caved. Tony Spell in Louisiana, people that never caved. Greg Locke never caved. Go to those churches. Don't go back. I don't care if you have to drive an hour and a half, two hours per Sunday. It's worth it. 
Don't be yoked together with unbelievers. Don't be yoked together. I mean, when I say that, yeah, they might be born. Maybe they're born again. Maybe they're not. But don't be yoked together with people who don't believe the Bible. Don't do it. All right, catch her tweet. Dear FBI, this is, this is just the state of the media portion of the show. Dear FBI, Twitter safety, this person is calling. Twitter safety, that's what you do when you feel unsafe. I think it was Keith Oberman had me banned because he, he felt threatened by a reply that I did to one of his tweets. It had nothing to do with person, bodily harm at all. And they still took me down for 24 hours. Twitter safety, here you go. And this person gets nothing. Reese gets nothing. Ass- assassination mode activated. Activation word, libs of TikTok. Target names the name of the person who runs libs of TikTok. And that is no problem on Twitter. Come on, Eli, Elon Musk. Come on, Elon Musk. Get it. Make it happen. Buy Twitter. You can do it. Play the video for me. Elon Musk fortifying his move to buy Twitter. According to a report from the New York Post, the Tesla CEO is willing to invest up to $15 billion of his own money in his move to take the social media company private and is looking to make his bid in the next 10 days. Uh, of the left-wing reaction to Musk trying to take Twitter private has been comical, to say the least, Tim. Every time we identified censorship as the problem, all we would hear would be, oh, go get your own platform. So. Jason Miller launched Getter, and what was the reaction from the left on social media? They mocked it and said, oh, you guys have a good time over there. And now Elon Musk says, you know what, I think I want to buy Twitter. And all that the left can do is say, no, 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 you can't do that. Uh, it's So it's completely and totally broken. Twitter cannot be fixed in its current state. It has to be torn down to its core. Leadership, the board, senior leadership, middle leadership, even down to the programmers and coders. There is a real rot at Twitter. So there you go. Go, go, Elon. I hope he gets it. Lawrence Fox tweets, state of the media. Netflix shares down 25%. It's actually low. They're actually down 37%. This must have been a day before. For the life of me, I can't think why. That's the show they're putting out right there. That's a show they're putting out. That's not hyperbole. That's not some sort of made-up graphic. That is a show that they're putting out on Netflix. He's expecting. (laughs) Everybody's laughing right now in the studio. How do you vote for people that put that pick back up for me, Will? How do you that decide by how do you how do you vote for people that espouse this? He's expecting. How how do you, how do you vote for? I mean, I, I'm just curious, Democrats. Send me send me a message. I'm just I want to know. How do you vote for people like this? I, I, I get if you want to smoke dope. I, I you know I, I don't understand wanting to slaughter the unborn. I, you know, maybe you want socialism. I mean, how do you vote for people like this? I mean, this is absolute nonsense. It's absolute nonsensical non-truth. No man can bear a, bear a child. Sorry. It's absolutely nonsensical. And by the way, I believe it's Twitter, Google, no, it's Google. Then now, what do you call them all, Norma, the memes, the, not the memes, the smiley faces, emojis? Now they have an emoji for all, so all uh, skin color persuasions of pregnant men. So now you can have the black pregnant man, the white pregnant man, I'm assuming the Asian pregnant man emoji. Just so you know, it's, that's, that's how important it is. State of the media, that's Google. This is Chuck video, Tucker Carlson, play it for me. It's already a story about how people are afraid that there are no more masks on the planes. 
So a New York Times reporter decided to find people who agreed with that. Now, a man called Jared Rabel decided to play a trick on Twitter. He wrote this, quote, when the pilot announced the mask mandate was over, flight attendants pulled off their masks and sneezed directly into their hands while screaming, this is MAGA airspace. <laughs> it's like Jesse Smollett version. Only a New York Times reporter would believe this, and one did. Her name is Victoria Kim. So she wrote immediately to Rabel, quote, I'd love to speak to you. Rabel responded this way. Unfortunately, it's satire that only someone at the New York Times would believe. But Victoria Kim would not be deterred. She wrote the story anyway. She just found some Twitter users as neurotic as she is to interview and verify her thesis. So that's how the news is made. So that's how news is made. That's the state. And everybody believe the news and shut your churches and businesses down. Why would you believe any of these people? The guy sits there and tells her, this is satire. This is crap. And then she goes ahead and writes the story anyway. Whether she used him or not, I don't know. But she writes the story anyway. There's nobody out there terrified to fly. I mean, I know that Democrats will say that, but she knows it's not true. That's the state of the media. And the media tells you to lock down and you do it? What are you doing? It's coming again. It's going to happen again. They're all holding on to their emergency powers. Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau, all the liberal state governors, all the prime ministers overseas, the Angela Merkels, the Macrons, the Boris Johnsons, the Scott Morrisons, they're all holding on to their emergency powers as they take down mandates. They're holding on to their emergency powers. And just like what just happened in Philadelphia, they took down the mask mandate, they put it back up. As soon as the elections are over and they feel safe and secure, they're going to go right back to their totalitarianism. Hillary Clinton tweet, this is that unusual presence here at Tom Lively podcast tonight, actually putting up a Hillary Clinton tweet for to listen, listen to the Gestapo right here. Listen to the Nazism. Listen to the Stalinism here for too long. Tech platforms have amplified disinformation. Who, who determines whether it's disinformation or not Hillary and extremism. Who gets to make that determination with no accountability. Who's the accountability going to be the Gestapo, the Brown shirt Goebbels Gestapo. The EU is poised to do something about it. The European Union, where, by the way, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your QR-coded mark of the beast, right, on your phone, your vaccine passport. The EU's going to do something about it. So the EU, you already have to show your papers everywhere you go. Remember, we, we put up Ursula von der Leyen. Remember, she's the president of the EU. Very proud of her vaccine passport. Sounded literally like Hyde, uh, like Heidler on, on the... Uh, um, uh, What's his name? Captain America, the first Captain America. She sounded just like him. Very proud of her vaccine passport. Can't wait. Or he has 15 countries that are all in where you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. Can't get on a train. Can't get on a bus. Can't buy groceries. Can't go into a store without your QR code and mark of the beast on your phone, which is still in place, by the way, in the EU. So now they're going to do something about taking disinformation. Now, well, who determines if it's disinformation? Who determines if it's hate speech? Who determines if it's extremism? The left will do it, and they put it all under the guise of democracy. Leave this up for me. They put it all under the guise of democracy. That's part of their mantra. That's part of the rosary of the branch COVIDian church. Just like if you catch COVID and you're double vaxxed and boosted, you're supposed to thank the vaccination that it won't be so bad. So that's part of it. Of course, the masking, that's all part of the branch uh, COVIDian uh, uh, devotee, de de devotion. Well, so is this right here. Right here, I urge our transatlantic allies, part of their devotion is, is you go ahead and you say, you know what? This is democracy. 
us censoring speech, we call it, if we call it hate speech, if we call it extremism, if we call it mis or disinformation, we can pull it down and we call that democracy. And if you attack that, that, that ideology, then you're attacking democracy. That's the game Justin Trudeau is playing right now. He's preaching it all over the world about the attacks on democracy. That free, they're actually saying that free speech is an attack on democracy. And if you attack that presumption, you're attacking democracy. I urge, Hillary Clinton says, our transatlantic allies to push the Digital Services Act across the finish line and bolster global democracy. So glo- before it's too late. So she is saying she is bolstering global democracy by banning speech. Remember these same, remember when you were liberal? Remember when liberals were up on Capitol Hill fighting to keep like Twisted Sister albums available? Remember? This is the, I remember this from the late 80s, early 90s. Remember? You had them, you had like uh, Bob Dole's wife or whoever it was trying to take down these albums and everything. You had liberals up there saying, you know, we don't want, we don't want this to be taken. We want to have free speech. What happened to you liberals? You know, we're all adults out here. We can decide what to believe and not to believe. I know what not to believe. I, what I do is I see something and then I research it for a while and I determine whether I believe it or not from a variety of sources, of verified sources. We don't need Hillary Clinton's, what is it called? Digital Services Act. We don't need that. But that's who the left is. And that's what COVID has been about from day one. All right, let's get into some vaccination stuff. Raheem Kassam tweet, memories. This is very interesting. You can just go right to the next one. Well, maybe side by side if I can see it. I don't know if I'll be able to see it. Yeah, I can. Well, what they're talking about right here is you have Anthony Fauci sending an email. Now, this is back in 2021, back in the early stages of the vaccine rollout. You had Anthony Fauci sending an email to his wife, which is Christine Grady. Who is Christine Grady? She's in charge of bioethics at the NIH. So you have Anthony Fauci, who's in charge of the NIAID in, in, uh, in the NIH. And then you have Christine Grady, who's in charge of bioethics in the NIH. And many people have brought up over time, they should not be able to work with each other because of obviously because of nepotism. So you have now, what does Christine Grady do? Bioethics is who the FDA goes to, to to say, will you approve our vaccines? So the FDA sends everything to Christine Grady, who is Christine Fauci. And Christine Fauci decides whether or not the FDA will approve, case in point, the Pfizer vaccine. The only one she approved, by the way, was Comirnaty, which is not available to anybody. So when you hear that everybody is taking an FDA-approved vaccine, of course, that's a bold-faced lie, which we've covered at nauseum. And by the way, that includes the military, is also not being vaxxed with Comirnaty, which, by the way, is also illegal. Because according to your military contract, you can only be vaccinated with an FDA-approved drug. Well, anyway, you have this email exchange where you have Fauci send to Christine Grady, 23 die in Norway after receiving Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. Officials hurt, and he sends this to her FYI. And her response, you probably can't see it, is up there in the very top right-hand corner, and left-hand corner. Her response is simply, yikes. That's who these people are. 23 people die, dead, never coming back, no sequel. 
Hollywood, dead for forever. And her response from the bioethics who approved this vaccination just a few short months later, her response is, yikes. That's why these are the brain suckers. These are the people killing 41.2 million people a year inside and outside of the womb under the guise of abortion. These are the people who made COVID-19. These are the people who made the vaccine that's killing people for COVID-19. These are the people who killed people through lockdowns. These are the people who killed old people. Uh, whether, whether it's Cuomo, whether it's Wolf, Andrew Cuomo in New York, 16,000 nursing home deaths because he put COVID-infected patients inside of the only people that needed to be protected from COVID. He, he infected them with COVID. So did Tom Wolf in Pennsylvania. So did Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan. So did Gavin Newsom in California. Because if they can't kill you in the womb, they'll kill you with their vaccinations or they'll kill you with their man-made viruses. They're man-made viruses. In, in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, funded by Anthony Fauci, to Peter Dasek, the EcoHealth Alliance, funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, made the virus itself. So you have it. You have, you have Anthony Fauci sending to Christine Grady, 23 people dead in Norway. Her response is, yikes. Here's what Barack Obama thinks you ought to do with the vaccination. Play it for me. And yet, despite the fact that we've now essentially clinically tested the vaccine on billions of people worldwide. Around one in five Americans is still willing to put themselves at risk and put their families at risk rather than get vaccinated. People are dying because of misinformation. People are dying from, mis from misinformation. Yeah, his misinformation. Remember, they always project on you that which they are. He is one of the chief globalist bourgeois elitists works worth somewhere in the neighborhood of 180 to $200 million. There's Barack Obama, a globalist elitist bourgeois snob who, is, who espouses climate change when he has two island homes one in Hawaii and one on Martha's Vineyard, which by the way, in the middle of COVID, he had a 200 to 500 member birthday party for himself where he danced unmasked with numerous other unmasked people. That's Barack Hussein Obama. But let's say, and my producer Aaron said this, that's not gonna age well. What's not gonna age well? Listen to what he said. Despite the fact that we have now essentially clinically tested the vaccine on billions of people worldwide, they clinic, that's what it is. There were, there were no tests, folks. Pfizer and Moderna shut down their control group the moment they received their emergency use authorization. They shut it down. Their clinical trials were shut down. If you've received their vaccination, you are the rabbit. You are the guinea pig. You are the clinical trial. And the clinical trials that did exist before then more people were dying of COVID-19 who were vaccinated than were unvaccinated in Pfizer's own clinical trials. Facts. That's the truth. Let's go to the next thing. Here we go. Alexander Lapras, latest, latest victim. There's, this is happening all over the globe. Pour, if you pour over Twitter, it is everywhere. Alexander Lampus dropped dead of a heart attack. Of course, fully vaccinated. Go to the next one for me. Andrew Bostom, MD, tweet. New York City data show COVID-19 infection rates twice as high among boosted. 
Wonder why, leave this up. I wonder why it is that the CDC under Rochelle Walensky right now is not releasing COVID-19 vaccinated hospitalization data. Could it be because it's identical to Great Britain? In Great Britain, in Australia, and in Israel, and in Scotland, 90% of COVID hospitalizations and 90% of COVID deaths are fully vaccinated individuals. 90% in all categories. They will not release that data any longer in the UK. It has been sequestered for forever inside the United States. I've been saying for over a year now that our data is the same, that the hospitals, hospitals are not full of the unvaccinated. It's actually logically impossible for hospitals to be full of unvaccinated people when 220 million out of 330 million people in America are fully vaccinated and 100 million people are boosted. It is not algebraically possible to even be, to have the majority of people in the hospital for COVID-19 being unvaccinated. Now the numbers are starting to come out, which is why you have the Ukraine. Ukraine is the cover-up operation for vaccine information that is going to come out. And again, I pray right now in Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, get all the information out, humiliate the enemy, humiliate the enemies of human beings, and get all of this information out that even the mainstream media has to report it. Lord, I pray to you right now in Jesus' name. NYC data show COVID-19 infection rates twice as high among boosted, but trickery hides low infection rates among the unvaccinated. Our estimate of case rates is almost certainly higher than would be found simply in the unvaxxed and partially vaxxed alone. So case rates are twice as high. You're twice as likely to get COVID-19 if you're boosted. Why is that? It's because of a little something called ADE, antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. Again, that's why in Israel, that's why in Australia, that's why in Scotland, that's why in England, everybody who's, who is hospitalized for COVID-19 is fully vaccinated. Everybody who's dying, 90% in both categories, is fully vaccinated. Because when you have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, because you have genetically modified your immune system, you have genetically modified your, your cell structure, you have turned your immune system into an usher for disease instead of a warrior against disease. That's why these people, that's why you're seeing Jen Psaki infected twice with COVID inside of six months. She's double vaxxed and boosted and probably will line up for her fourth booster. In Israel, to be to qualify for your vaccine passport, you have to be vaccinated twice and boosted. And they're pushing their fourth booster and 90% of their COVID hospitalization and deaths are fully vaccinated and boosted people. You're either, you are a ticking time bomb. If you are vaccinated, you must right now run to your doctor and demand a D-dimer test for capillary blood clotting. Young, healthy, Fit athletes, the number two golfer on the planet, 23-year-old female, is laid up and cannot play because she is full of blood clots. I don't want to say full of blood clots. She has a blood clot problem. I hope she's not full of blood clots. You must right now get tested. Listen, it is very, it's vitally important. You need to get saved if you are not saved. Get saved, and then if you are saved and you are vaccinated, run to the Lord or run to somebody with faith and pray that toxin and all the damage out of your body. It is genetic mutations 
It is genetic. It is gene therapy. Robert Malone, the developer of mRNA technology, says it. He advises people never to take it, the person who developed the technology. And it's all starting to come out. It's all starting to come out. And the people that push this toxin on us and on the world need to be made to pay politically, legally, whatever is appropriate. Financially, they need to pay. With liability, they need to pay. All of them. All right, what's next? Dr. Anthony, these are doctors now. I just did Dr. Andrew Bostom. Bostom. Here is Dr. Anthony Hinton tweet. Breaking news. 10-year-old girl dies of cardiac arrest at a London leisure center just a few miles from where I live. What is happening? This is from a doctor in Great Britain who has never seen this before. We are going to see a holocaust of epidemic proportions or we are going to see and or a revival like we have never seen before. If you are vaccinated, run to Foundation Church this Sunday so that I can lay hands on you and remove that vaccination from your body for whatever is bound is bound and whatever is loosed is loosed. That's what needs Matthew 16, 19. Jesus said, and I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. You must run to the river church in Tampa. Run to revival today church in Pittsburgh. If you're vaccinated, get hands on you and leash that toxin out of your body in Jesus' mighty name. Do it. All right, uh, doctor, again, Feruzi Mehta. Definitely seeing my vaccinated patients struggling with getting over minor infections now. Why? ADE, the harm to their immune systems is getting more obvious as time goes by. And again, I say this to you. Remember, we're not even long into this. Most people at this time last year were not vaccinated. You're seeing people drop dead all over the globe unexpected deaths that are being explained away by the libtards but you can't explain away 90 percent of your covid hospitalizations and 90 percent of your covid deaths in israel england scotland and australia are all people who are double are are, are double vaxxed and, and pro- probably boosted definitely double vaxxed you can't explain that stuff away it's starting to come out that's why you have ukraine that's why the Ukraine's coming because of tweets from doctors like this. This is why Elon Musk pray. I pray right now. I do that. I pray this. Holy Spirit, Lord, I pray that you would give Elon Musk success in buying Twitter. Lord, I pray this right now in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not, Elon Musk has not made any sort of Christian testimony, of, you know, test, testimony of any kind. I'm not saying that. As a matter of fact, I believe he's a devout atheist, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, we need this information to come out. And this would be a great way for it to come out, is to actually have a free social media platform that actually is, you know, I love, I love Rumble, love it. I love Gab. I love Getter. The only free social media space, just so you know, because they own their own server farm is Gab. Everybody else is beholden. To the leave this up for me, Will. The Apple, the Apple App Store and Google App Store. Am I getting that right, Aaron? They're all, they're all beholden to them. They can be taken down at any moment. Even Rumble. I love Rumble. I love Getter. I love them. But Gab is really the only free one out there. And I'm all, I'm mostly on Twitter. To be honest with you, that's that's where I'm at. 
But I used to be live on Twitter, but we were taken down off Twitter. I get taken down off Facebook all the time. My church has been banned for life off of YouTube. We were live on Twitter. It's just a great opportunity. But this, is, this information must come out. The harm to their immune systems is getting more obvious as time goes by. Most people are less than a year into their vaccination. Disaster and tragedy in the making. This is Dr. Faruzi Mehta. I blame you, World Health Organization, and all the governments who took their people for a ride, like Barack Hussein Obama, who just testified in public that billions of people are being experimented on. That's what he said, because he knows it's true, and I'll bet you dollars to donuts that the man himself is not vaccinated. I want to test. I want to know. Cat turd, the picture. It's Anthony Fauci. You know, this is Cassie Hunt speaking to him, another just a libtard reporter. The man builds, put the pickup, Will. There you go. This is a shrine to himself right behind him. It's a shrine to himself. This is who this man is. He is a vaccine pimp and whore for his own self-aggrandizement and his own self-enrichment. Go to the next one for me. Look at, he even keeps a bobblehead of himself. That's who this man is. That's who he is. You, you, all of us, because it's been taken down in so many platforms, need to spend hours watching Judy Mikovits's videos about this man. He is a demonic person. He is pro-choice. He loves to abort kids. And if he, they can't abort you in the womb, they'll abort you outside the womb. Democrats are pushing policies right now for abortions to be allowed via governance, via laws. Abortions to be allowed 28 days after the birth of the child. If you don't believe me, check into Massachusetts. Breaking 9-11, here it is. Here's it is. Branch COVIDian devotion. Branch COVIDian mantra. Stephen Colbert test positive for COVID says, quote, here it is. You got to say it. Just like you have to say that, that Ukraine is all about defending democracy, even though they're not a democracy. Grateful to be vaccine boosted. How many times has he caught COVID now? I don't know. It's at least once. There you go. I guess that's it, 10.08. I got a lot more. I could go on to Mass for another hour and a half. Listen, I love you all. I thank you for sticking with me. I was off for those two weeks. Thank you for sticking with me. Numbers are great. Really do appreciate you all. Listen, if you don't know Jesus, invite him into your heart right now as your Lord and Savior because you can be politically right and spiritually wrong. And just as man is destined to die once and after that to face judgment, there's lots of right-wing people that are going to go to hell because they're holding their own sin debt in their hand. Trust Jesus as the propitiation for your sin and repent of your sin and be saved. Listen, I love you all. God bless you. Back here Saturday night at 1030 for one hour, also live on the Christian Television Network. I really want you all to know I appreciate you. I really do, and I love you all. God bless you. See you Saturday night. Lots of other churches are closing. They're done. And I'm talking about even churches that were small mitigators. You know what, you come in, we're, we're keeping our church open, but make sure everybody sits six feet apart. Make sure that you've got alcohol gel on. You can mask if you want. You can do what you just feel comfortable. Bring your own lawn chair, sit in your COVID clumps, but we're actually open. It's absolute insanity. We are never going to be involved in any of that garbage ever.
The thing is, we're never gonna close. We never will. That's the way that it is. I don't care who the governor is of Florida. I don't care who the president is, is of the United States. The Constitution says we have freedom of religion, freedom to assemble, and we will stand. We will stand. Period. Always. We will stand. We will not. And this is what happens when you do stand and you implement the Word of God. sowing seed into the southern outpost of freedom. There is no other church like this one. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Lord, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Praise you, Lord, for this building in Jesus' mighty name. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.